what up my hustlers? I am coming to you on this Tidbit Tuesday with a recent experience of mine that I feel might connect with some of y'all on a personal and emotional level. I'm a little nervous talking about it because one, it was fairly recent and two, it involves a deep flaw on my part. And so I'm going to tell y'all this story of how I recently got checked. (laughs) And then I'm going to tell you how I turned that lesson into a blessing, into a goal. So sit down, grab your IPA or your cabinet, and listen up. So recently in a rehearsal, I got into a little bit of a tiff with a director about a song and held up rehearsal for a few minutes to argue and I finally agreed to do it the director's way and then we continued rehearsal. No bias, no bullshit, straight up facts. Now let me break down this situation for you. Basically what had happened was I was emotionally triggered by someone with higher authority telling me that I couldn't do something a certain way that I knew that I could from experience before. And I became upset when I made up this story in my head that I was being challenged about my own knowledge of myself. And so in full fight or flight mode, I fought and I reacted by defending myself in an argument that once again only existed in my head because let me reiterate, this was a rehearsal for a professional show and I displayed behavior that I 100% do not wish to reflect my professional brand with. I would like to say that the director and I are on very good terms. Um, I love them so much. I'm having a great time working with them. I'm learning a lot. And this is a prime example of uh, a time when I learned a lot. But, you know, sometimes when you are going through experiences, you get a little confident, you get a little too cocky, um, a little too sure of yourself. And oftentimes that can get in the way of the work that actually has to be done. And so this is a prime example of that. And it was only after breaking it down with a friend that I was able to recognize my behavior for what it was. And it's so freaking ridiculous how the universe works, y'all. I realized that I had just read about this exact behavior in a book that I'm currently reading called Rising Strong by Brene Brown. So I decided to find those exact excerpts and deliver them for you here. So in her book, Rising Strong, Brene Brown is talking about the steps that many professionals and world leaders and artists and teachers and parents and just people, experiences that they have shared that all relate back to the process of falling down and bravely getting back up. This process is mainly comprised of three steps or three parts of the journey. There's the reckoning, the rumble, and the revolution. And so currently I'm in the first part, uh, the reckoning. And within the reckoning, Brene Brown talks about the hurt and the, the baggage 
that one often takes with them down to their lowest of lows. In the process of getting up, we first have to recognize the emotion and the past trauma and the past hurt that has dragged us down to our bottom. And so oftentimes we're challenged by barriers in the process of reckoning with our emotion. And I wanted to read a little bit about one in particular barrier when reckoning with your emotion that she refers to as chandeliering. Directly from the book, one of the outcomes of attempting to ignore emotional pain is chandeliering. We think we've packed the hurt so far down that it can't possibly resurface, yet all of a sudden a seemingly innocuous comment sends us into a rage or sparks a crying fit, or maybe a small mistake at work triggers a huge shame attack. Perhaps a colleague's constructive feedback hits that exquisitely tender place and we jump out of our skin. Y'all, I came back to this book and found that passage and I was like, whoa. Oh my gosh, this is, this is it. This is me. This is exactly what I'm going through right now. I was in a situation within a professional setting where I felt emotionally triggered because someone of higher authority told me that I couldn't do something. And immediately as a response, I felt the need to defend my knowledge, to defend my truth, when in reality that really wasn't the context of what this person was trying to say. They were just trying to get me to do my damn job. And yet, I felt an emotional trigger to something that subconsciously has been wallowing around inside me for a while. Brene Brown talks about this as well. She says that hurt doesn't go away simply because we don't acknowledge it. In fact, left unchecked, it festers, grows, and leads to behaviors that are completely out of line with whom we want to be. And thinking that can sabotage our relationships and careers. We take this emotional trauma, this, this past hurt, this past tender pain, and we bury it, we bury it, we bury it, we fight it, we bury it, we fight it, we bury it. And we think that we've gotten rid of it, when really all that we've done is put a layers and layers of band-aids on it. And then all of a sudden, we bump into a situation, and all of these band-aids come flying off, and suddenly here we are exposed with the hurt that has been there all along. We feel that we have no choice but to fight it with every ounce of our being, to fight this hurt, to fight this, this tender pain. And what happens when we are triggered in this way and we completely go full force into fight mode, we forego all logical thinking, we forego the process of, of possibilities of what could have been, of what could actually be happening, and we instead feel the need to defend ourselves, to defend our strengths and our weaknesses. Dr. Brown adds that uncontrolled eruptions of emotion sabotage the safety that most of us are trying to create. If it happens often enough, chandeliering leads to eggshell environments, fear-based settings where everyone is on edge. And y'all, I immediately connected with that statement because in addition to recognizing situations where I have felt emotionally triggered within professional situations or even within personal relationships when somebody approaches me with 
what I make up to be a challenge or an argument against who I know to be myself, what I know to be true. But I've also seen this exact same behavior within people that I have worked with and people that I have relationships and friendships with. And so I recognize this need to aggressively defend tender pain and past emotional trauma. And the goal is not to bury these feelings. We're not trying to hide any emotions, especially as artists. We are blessed to have a full range, a full color wheel, a full deck of emotional options. And we strive to channel those emotions in order to best be prepared for the art that we create. And so we're not trying to bury or ignore these emotions. However, we don't want them coming out in the middle of a professional setting. That just ain't gonna cut it, you know? There are places where if I had acted in the way that I acted, I would have gotten fired. I strive to learn and grow from every situation that I'm put in. Everything happens for a reason. And so for this particular situation, it was very important to me to recognize this as a lesson and then take from this lesson what could be seen as a blessing and then from that lesson and from that blessing set goals for myself for the future as a professional artist. So the lesson, recognize tender hurt. Realize that there's nothing wrong with feeling. We should never have to defend ourselves for feeling. And me, y'all, I feel very strongly about everything. <laughs> so recognizing what is maybe a vulnerable pain or uh, a vulnerable intimate past trauma that has been flared in a professional setting or in a different setting from whence it originally came, knowing it for what it is instead of using it to fuel a fight that is really just a figment of my imagination. There is great truth and great strength in keeping personal and professional separate. However, it is also important to recognize the middle space in between and acknowledge that it is meant for working out the kinks before we step across either threshold. So before stepping into a professional setting, we got to leave our personal emotions at the door because left unchecked, they're going to get checked by somebody in that room. But in order for us as artists to come together on the same level, on the same platform, and create art that reflects a wide array of people, it's important to take the emotions and the experiences that are very specific to us, that relate directly to us, to our own scenarios and keep them for ourselves. That goes for both taking personal into professional and also from professional into personal. A lot of times it ain't healthy to take the work home with you. So recognizing when something potentially triggering at work could affect personal home life or could affect our mood when we get home. Recognizing that emotion, recognizing that tender hurt or that tender pain 
The blessing in all of this is that it happened in the environment that it did with someone who was willing to take the time to go through the steps with me as a feeling person and as an aspiring professional. What a true blessing. Because like I said, there are many situations, many environments where had that behavior happened, I would have gotten fired. There are many situations where people have gotten fired for flaring up in a rehearsal or talking back to a director or challenging authority. Also, what a blessing that I got through that chapter in Brene's book so that I was able to recognize my situation for what it was and strive to make the changes that I needed to for the future. Which brings me to my goals. My goal is to be able to check my personal baggage at the door because y'all, I'm here to work, okay? And I don't want my hustle to be delayed by any personal trauma or any past mistakes or past hurt. We're trying to get them coins. We try to make them connections, y'all. Also, in addition, a goal for me is to aspire to be someone who recognizes that behavior in others and can encourage them to reckon with their own emotions in the right time and place. Because I want to create art with others and I want to be able to recognize times when artists that I'm working with are going through their own personal trauma and emotional experiences and need to be reminded that the professional art workplace is an opportunity to harness the nutrients of those emotions and leave the baggage at the door to be dealt with during the middle space between personal and professional. So there you have it, my lesson, my blessing, my goal. If this experience is relatable to you, talk back to me. Tell me about it. Tell me a lesson that you've learned from maybe a not so great professional experience. How did you deal with it? Who were the people who helped you along the way? What are goals that you set for yourself in order to move forward? And how have those lessons and blessings and goals positively benefited your hustle today? Thank y'all so much for listening, and we'll see ya on the hustle.